Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam's going to produce the broadcast today. Well, we have finally made it. We have a game week. It's not a lot. Week zero does not have great college football games, but at least there'll be college football this weekend. Tomorrow, our first inside the huddle with the ball coach and Shaner. That'll come your way at 11 o'clock. Today, the brand-new Gator soccer coach, Samantha Bohan, scheduled to be in studio with us. You get a chance to talk to her, call her up, make her feel welcome. Gator soccer got its first win for the new coach, winning yesterday 3-0 against Stetson. Uh, they'll have uh, a match against, I think, Texas uh, on Thursday, and they, they're beginning the season on a road trip. Gator volleyball is going to start its season this weekend. It's regular season, hosting a tournament. I wonder if you have now a, uh, a differing view of Gator football. It's getting close. We're less than two weeks away. And, you know, we get to see certain segments of practice, and you look, and this guy's not practicing, and that guy's not practicing. Um, at least, uh, Billy Napier said, uh, Miller would be out at least the first couple of games. So that does mean you got to keep Anthony Richardson healthy. He did say, hey, we're going to run him a lot. We'd be foolish not to. That's one of his skill sets. And look, he had a quarterback at Louisiana that was a dual threat guy too. So that shouldn't shock you. Look, there are holes on this team. There, there, there's no doubt. And then <clears throat> a little tidbit that came out of what's been going on. How about the SEC going to a nine-game schedule? Don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. Because that's just, with Oklahoma and Texas coming here, that just makes the most sense. Now, that's not official, but it certainly looks like that is going to be the case. So, do you like that idea? I love that idea. It's probably going to be a 3-6 model. Now, you know, who plays whom in that three could certainly be up for debate, but I think it's a good thing. We'll open the phone lines for you until Coach gets here, and then we'll open the phone lines for her. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf. Com. So, again, we're, we're finally now into talking a little football. Uh, the NFL is getting a little closer to starting as well. The summer, the summer is fading away. Michael, lead us off. Mike, hi. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey, it's nice to be on the air. Yeah, what do you got? 
Uh, Tom Brady is definitely one of the all-time great NFL quarterbacks. But is he the greatest NFL quarterback? Sure, he has more Super Bowl rings than any other great quarterback or any other uh, any other NFL player or team for that matter. But football is a team sport, after all. One player can't win Super Bowls all by himself. And Brady's been fortunate to have been on a lot of really good teams over the years. Uh, what do you think? Is Brady the greatest all-time NFL QB, or is he just one of the greatest? Without question, he is. Without question, he is. And I'll tell you one of the reasons that he is, besides all the Super Bowls, okay? <clears throat> if you look at those Patriot teams, and if, if you want to judge talent on a team, Mike, okay, mm-hmm. how many offensive players are in the Hall of Fame from those great Patriots teams? Yeah, absolutely lots. <laughs> no, zero. No? The only one who is is Randy Moss, and Randy yeah. Moss didn't play for the Patriots that long. Yeah, I think he played like three seasons. So Brady did that with, I mean, good talent, don't get me wrong. I mean, and he had the advantage of having the great Bill Belichick and some great assistant coaches, but right. he didn't have, you know, Hall of Fame talent around him on the offensive side of the ball. So that just shows you how good he made other people be. Right, no doubt. Now, Gronkowski like may end up being in the Hall someday, but yeah. right now, he's not. Right. So there's your I answer. Like what, he is the greatest. Yeah, I like with Joe Montana, as great as he was, he, he was able to play with Jerry Rice, you know, perhaps the greatest wide receiver in NFL history for many years. So Brady, uh, you know, he just had Randy Moss, uh, what was it, two and a half years, I think it was? Yeah, not long. Two and a half seasons. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the 49. Now, look, Richard Seymour just got in, Ty Law got in, you know, on the, on the other side of the ball. And, and, you know, people think the 49ers have all these Hall of Famers. Well, they've got two quarterbacks in Montana and Young and Jerry Rice. But, you know, Roger Craig wasn't in. You know, some of the other receivers aren't in. So great as those teams were on the offensive side of the ball, more than New England, but not as many as you would think. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. Appreciate right. Hey, well, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir, Mike. I appreciate yours. Thank you for calling. Daryl, welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. I might a- answer a couple of your questions you threw out there. Okay. Uh, number one, yes, I'm ready for Gator football season. Number two, Steve, I'm still in the uh, seven to five, six to six category. Could we be better? Yes. Uh, but right now, I'm just still, you know, kind of an even kill on that. And uh, as far as the nine game schedule, Steve, I'm, I'm looking forward to it if it does happen. That way, as far as fans, we get to go maybe other places that, you know, see other teams that we, you know, besides what we see every year. I would like to make the trip back to Auburn and maybe one day go to the Grove. Yep, I think that's, that is a big uh, component behind this uh, from the league that, you know, they want to have the uh, opponents rotate more so that fans can go to different venues. So uh, definitely agree with that. Okay, if that does happen, would it kick in probably when Oklahoma and Texas gets here? That is what the scuttlebutt is, and that would make total sense to me because then you don't have to do it and then redo it, right? That would be, you know, double the work. So to me, you and you can do it now if you want it. In other words, you know they're coming in the league, right? So if you or, you know, the other fly in the ointment here is, is there going to be any other expansion? We don't know that, okay? 
But if there's not, then you could, in theory, uh, orchestrate it and conduct it now and then ha- then have it not be implemented until they officially enter the league. Correct. Steve, I have a question for you, for you, you know, concerning Gator football. Mm-hmm. I know we haven't played it down yet, but do you have a breakout player on the offensive side of the ball and even on the defensive side of the ball that could give Florida success, you know, for this year? Well, I, I was very impressed early on with Pearsall, you know, the kid that came over from Arizona State. Um, but, you know, he's been nicked up. But he would have been the guy I, I would have said uh, offensively. Defensively, I don't know. Because a lot of people are expecting a big year from Gervon Dexter. Uh, so I don't know if he's a breakout player because, you know, he's been here. Um, but I, I think he needs to take the next step forward. I think Florida's defensive line is very thin. They're going to have to have a lot of young players step up and really help them, and that's why I think you know you, you need Dexter to to really be good there. Steve, would you throw Brenton Cox in the same category? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As far as needing to be good, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're the the their front guys. If they're healthy, you know the Millers and the Coxes and those guys. They're, you know, and they got a lot of veteran guys. I mean, Amari, Bernie, Dean. You know, they got a lot of guys, but what's behind them is, I think, going to be a key to their year. Correct. Steve, have a good day, my man. Appreciate you, Daryl. Thank you. 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. Gator soccer has already begun. It's regular season. They're two games in, and they got more coming up this week. The new Gator soccer coach, Samantha Bohan, is in studio. She'll be with us next to take your phone calls. We'll talk Gator soccer with her. 12-12, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Friends, been telling you for a while now about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. What, state, what the facility does is house at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and they're totally sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, just about any kind of donated vehicle. The donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping the boys learn real-life skills. Here's how. They repair these vehicles, and then they go out and resell them. So it is certainly a win-win situation. They've been helping boys like this for over 70 years, and now they need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondells.com. Back to school means back to routines and, of course, back to school shopping. And while spending on outfits and supplies can be stressful, Radiant Credit Union can help you out this season. Every time you use your Radiant Credit Card from July 22nd through the end of August, you'll be automatically entered for a chance to win a $1,500 statement credit. Just swipe your credit card and we'll handle the rest. You have enough to do, like avoiding the PTA parents in the drop-off line. 
Stop by or visit radiantcu.org slash rewards for details. No purchase necessary. Federally insured by NCUA. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side because he voted with Commissioners Chestnut and Walker against the elimination of single-family zoning, think again. On August 31st of 2020, Ward voted to have city staff prepare a plan to eliminate single-family zoning. This was after the Gainesville Rise proposal in 2018. People packed City Hall saying we don't want it, but Ward asked staff to eliminate it. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side, think again. Don't let Ward's vote on August 4th fool you. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will protect neighborhoods. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will restore citizen-centered government. And Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will cut wasteful spending. Choose the candidate who has mayoral experience. Vote Gary Gordon for Gainesville Mayor. Political advertising paid for and approved by Gary Gordon. Campaign for Gainesville Mayor. Recently, I picked up my grandson's backpack and was shocked at how heavy it was. Do you know the average student backpack weighs anywhere between 12 and 20 pounds? That's a big bag to lug around. Now, you may not carry a backpack anymore, but I bet you know what it's like to feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. What burdens are you carrying today? Are they relational, financial, stress from your job, difficult health situation? The Bible tells us to cast your cares upon the Lord because He cares for you. Now, the burdens will not magically go away, but they will seem lighter and easier to handle. You can find peace even in the middle of life struggles. Give Jesus a try. He loves you, and he will help you carry your burdens. What have you got to lose except a backpack full of trouble? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. As a small business owner, you've got inks to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ink your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other inks, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. You're pregnant. How far? One month, two. No doctor yet. I can't afford it. Protect yourself and your baby. The health department can help you out. Test for STDs. I don't have diseases. You don't know. You don't always have symptoms. STDs make you and your baby sick. I don't want my baby sick. No one cares more about your baby than you. I'm calling my county health department. A message from the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Gator Coach Mary Wise with her volleyball team going to open up this weekend with a tournament here in Gainesville. But right now, we're going to talk Gator soccer because they've already got two matches under their belt, including a win yesterday. New coach Samantha Bohan is here. Congratulations on your win. Thanks, Steve. Um, all right. If somebody, uh, you're, you're the new kid in town, mm-hmm. so to speak, and you've seen your team, what are fans going to see when they go out and, and watch your team perform? I, I'd like to think that they'll see a blue-collar work rate, 
a lot of uh, effort, a lot of kind of gritty play, working hard for each other, connected. A lot of the little things like the 50-50 balls, like the tackling, pressing, that kind of stuff. So just really that kind of blue-collar work rate. I know that you know you, some of these kids you've inherited and some you brought in for yourself, but in terms of what you're asking them, and I know Mary can tell you this, when it comes to soccer strategy, that's just what I know, the big zero, okay? So if I ask you something stupid, bear with me. Yeah. But, I mean, there's different ways of attacking and different ways to defend. Mm-hmm. Is your style of that different than maybe predecessors? Uh, I actually think it's probably a blend of both. So we, we like to play possession, but it's possession with a purpose. And there will be times that we'll call for a little bit more of a direct style of play, which is what they played last year. So I think it's just a little bit of, of both. Now, when you take a look at your team, uh, when you prepared for the season, they've got to get used to you. You've got to get used to them from a chemistry standpoint and trying to, you know, mesh the two. Has that gone well? It's gone exceptionally well, maybe better than I expected, because you have to think we have a 16-day preseason. So I hadn't even stepped on a soccer field with this team, and then 16 days later, we're playing UCF. So that's a really unusual situation. A lot of coaching changes happen mid-year, so you get the spring to work with them. So we're in a little bit of a diff- different situation than a lot of uh, programs that had a coaching uh, change. But to the team's credit, they've really fully invested and bought into what we're trying to do. And it's been an easier transition than um, I maybe even expected just because they've just been so eager and willing. You've got uh, a nice new place to recruit yes. to that 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 helps that too. is not 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 <laughs> a bad not a bad uh, place to call home i mean we were just sitting there about 30 minutes ago and the entire team had stayed after breakfast and we're watching tv together and you you know you talk about the chemistry and the relationship building that facility really fosters what we're trying to build as a culture of just that connectedness off the field as well as on the field and i think it, it, it's really been pretty organic and really natural what attracted you to this job how long is the show? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, gosh, there's so many things. I mean, I'm from Florida, so I'm certainly aware of the brand of, of Florida Gators and Florida Athletics in particular. The support is is unparalleled. I mean, just across the board with every sport, um, the support from the other coaches. I mean, I'm constantly getting texts from a lot of the coaches here. I've spent you know an impromptu 20 minutes with Billy Napier on Thursday. Um, just popped into his office with Katie Turner. I mean, just everybody's out to help everybody, and that's a really unique thing that Florida brings is they just want to see everyone succeed. There's no jealousy. Everyone's celebrating each other's uh, victories, and that's just something really special. Okay. Um, <clears throat> take me into uh, prepping for an opponent. Now, I believe you're Thursday, Texas, right? Baylor. Baylor. Yep, okay. yep, we've got Baylor on Thursday, and then – Texas on Sunday. Okay, I had it flip-flopped. Okay, so now you leave Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. Okay, so when do you start preparing? Do you do it Baylor and Texas? Do you do it just Baylor? And when do you start prepping? So we assign from a scouting standpoint, each of our assistant coaches have one of the scout assignments. So they are just preparing for that one opponent. And then we just take one at a time. You just can't afford to kind of do both. So we will start, today was a regeneration session, tomorrow is off, and then we actually fly early Wednesday morning. So we're getting a a practice session at uh, University of Texas on Wednesday afternoon, and then we play them on Thursday. So there's not a lot of prep time. You'll you'll sense a theme to our season, not a lot of prep time, (laughs) but uh, I, I mean, that's just, it is what it is, and that's one of the things we've asked about our team is just to be really resilient and um, you know, just put their head down and do work. And if they do that, they're going to be successful. You know, one of the things I think that's 
interesting about the SEC because it's so competitive in mm-hmm. everything. Did you know the league well before you got here and the quality of play in the league? Sure. I spent uh, four years at Tennessee as uh, an assistant coach uh, and recruiting coordinator, and then just being connected with a lot of the SEC coaches I've, I've known for a while, and in particular Becky Burley, who was here at Florida for a long time. So I've watched a, a good amount of SEC um, play, so I have a, a, a general idea, but some of the specifics of certain players from a scouting standpoint, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve here, but we've got a tremendous staff that I feel like even just these last two games, we've gone into the matchup really well prepared. If you have a question for Coach, you can uh, ask it over, 392-8255. You know, we were just talking about this off uh, before we got on here, but I can only imagine if you've coached, anybody's coached for a while, and all of a sudden, and you're just kind of used to and all of a sudden all these changes happen seemingly at once, NIL, you know, conference realignment, all of that. How much of an adjustment, you know, people talk about the players, and I get that, but it's also an adjustment for you all, isn't it? <laughs> sure. You know, this is my 22nd season of college coaching, so it, it's certainly changed over the course of the years, and I think that's even more of a reason why it's important for you to establish relationships with your players because I think then you can have a real sense of those changes and evolutions of the student-athlete. Uh, if you if you have that disconnect, then you're maybe caught a little bit more off guard and you don't know how to connect or relate with them. So that's one of the things and strategies we've done as a staff is just try to really invest in the relationship piece to kind of help us keep our finger on the pulse of, of the student-athletes. Uh, is there concern from a coach that, and I'm not sure if it's that way in your sport, but, you know, okay, player X gets a really big NIL deal and player Y doesn't get as big a one. Is there a locker room concern? Not at this point. I'm not saying that foreshadowing down into the future that that might be an issue. But right now, no. I think everybody uh, has their own level of interest in pursuing NIL deals. So, you know, I've heard a little bit of chatter um, of, you know, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And a lot of it, it's actually they're sharing different opportunities and ideas to try and give an opportunity to a teammate, especially the new newcomers. So uh, it's actually been the opposite where they've tried to help other teammates find opportunities. So I think that that's been a wonderful, wonderful thing. That's good to hear because I think the impression certainly is just the opposite, that it's going to crush a locker room, there's going to be jealousy among the teams, and instead you're saying some have helped. That, that's good to hear. Well, and I think our sport might be a little bit different True. than maybe some True. of the, other, football. the yeah, other ones. I, I get yeah. that. Um, <laughs> You know, a lot of times in a sport, um, over you've coached 22 years, um, a sport changes. And again, I'm not a big, you know, so has your sport changed since the time you started coaching? Oh, tremendously. Tell me how. Gosh, so many things. I mean, I think the way that we coached at the beginning, and I would even say maybe 10 years, the evolution of sports science we know so much more about the science part of like periodization, which is like how much load you put on players each day. Um, you know, our players are wearing catapult, you know, that's the GPS tracker to track their distances and their high speed intervals. And now we wear the whoop band that tracks their sleep and just overall wellness. So the science piece of things has really increased. And then I would also say the video and data of performance. Now every game you get 
you know, this report and it talks about possession, completion, percentages, all these things. So, and we're very lucky that we have a full-time video um, analyst and he he's tremendous. He went with the U.S. U23 women's national team to Sweden, Chris. Um, and we are so lucky because he, he definitely helps us, uh, again, use the data to try and impact our performance. It's been great. Um, you know, baseball <coughs> uses the term analytics, mm-hmm. right? And like I said, it would be the same. same. Are, are yep. you that type? Are you into the analytics stuff? Yeah. You know, I, I think I'm a nerd <laughs> at heart. I went to Duke, so um, <laughs> so there is some of that. I think the question that we always ask as a staff is, is, is this going to impact performance? You know, and if that's the case, then it's something that we would offer to our team. But we don't want to inundate them with so much data that it kind of paralyzes them or makes them a little bit more robotic because – Part of our sport requires creativity and there's a fluidness to, to the performance. So we don't want to have it too micromanaged, but we also want to give them maybe some trends and things to look for. Uh, in ending here, I know you've got some road matches coming up, but uh, talk about when, you can, when you're going to be home when people can watch you play. Yeah, we are on the road for the next uh, two games, and then we come back with a heck of an opening home weekend. We play USF and uh, Florida State, so two, two local uh, Florida rivalries and both really, really good squads. You know, Florida State's the reigning national champion, and USF is always a, a big battle, so we love to have people come out and wear that orange and blue. Final question. Um, as you look around the landscape of the SEC and, and know, you know how competitive and how good it is, I mean, coaches want to win now, and I get that. But sometimes is it a process mm-hmm. to put what you have in place to get the kids to buy into it? Isn't there a process in this? Yeah, I mean, what I always say is we're trying to build a program and not a team, and it's a different mindset. We're not trying to do a quick fix that might not – last long term what we're trying to do is instill kind of the bedrock fundamental uh identities to our team and then just build and layer on top of it but at florida with all the support and all the resources available it maybe is a little bit of a quicker build than at some other places good to have you here you're welcome anytime and again the next two on the road and then next week right is when the home stuff okay yep well, thank you. Good to meet you nice in person, you too, and you're welcome anytime. Thank you very much. You got it. Yep. Uh, we'll t- take a break and come back at your calls. 1228 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, at 850 AM, WRUF. One of the best things that's happened here over the past year, the arrival of QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is giving relief every day to folks here with chronic joint pain using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. They harness the power of your own body's healing properties, like in your blood or plasma, concentrate them, and apply to your affected joint. The results can be mind-blowing. These regenerative treatments are designed to repair and restore your damaged joint tissue with no drugs, no surgery, no side effects, no steroids, and no downtime. The success rate's incredible, and they're growing fast. They started with one medical clinic. Now there's clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and in the villages. Don't continue to live with that nagging joint pain. Discover the exciting all-natural, advanced natural options that we now have access to thanks to QC Kinetics. For a free consultation, call QC Kinetics now in Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate and remember, Remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. 
If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. When our clients are injured in an accident, it is our goal to lift the burden off of them from the moment they call us. If you call our office, you'll speak to one of our four practicing attorneys. We understand the stress that you and your family are under. We will help you and get the best results in your case. We fight as hard as we can. It becomes personal. It's not just a client, it's a personal relationship. Visit FFPLaw.com for a free consultation. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with a click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to BetterHelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Dry conditions will stick around through the early part of the afternoon, but I expect showers and thunderstorms to fairly quickly develop, especially along and east of I-75. Heavy rain and frequent lightning will be primary pollen parts of these storms that do develop, but also some gusty winds are going to be possible in some of the strongest cells. Highs today before storms develop, top out in the low 90s. Storms diminish tonight with lows in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Pollard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You start to worry about, oh my God, Tom Brady is a statue. There's different things that Tom Brady understands that he needs to do as a quarterback to not put himself in harm's way. I'm not worried about the offensive line at all because you, there's not a lot that you could do in this day and age of Tom Brady to put him in a situation where he's not going to be successful. I'm not worried about it one bit. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, the rest of the day, it's us as we get closer to the start of the college football season and the course the start to Florida's season. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, by the way, they uh, in the football training center, for those of you who've been around Gator Athletics for a long time, 
Jeremy Foley, former athletic director. Um, they have the Foley Hall of Champions. Uh, all the banners celebrating the program's championships are in a dining area for the Gator student-athletes across all sports. That's pretty cool. Florida has 45 national championships and 266 conference titles with Foley celebrating more than half of the national titles, 27 of them when he was the athletic director. So that's pretty cool. Kevin says, with the SEC going to nine games, with the remaining three on the schedule and Florida already having uh, Florida State, will Florida focus to have another Power Five or keep it with a non-Power Five? No, I think I'm going to look. What's going to have to happen now, you would think, is the schedules that are made, you know, down the road, could they have to be altered a, a, a tad bit, perhaps? But remember, and this is the, the dilemma that you have. I love the fact that an Eastern Washington can come here, and I know it's not a competitive game, but that school is greatly helped by the paycheck, Kevin, that they get. But I also understand now, for the dollar you're shelling out, you know, do you want a better opponent? And if you're going to get into a playoff, you know, in Eastern Washington isn't going to help you at all. So if you get another team, a Power 5 team, that can enhance what you do. So that's the dilemma, I think, that athletic directors are going to have to figure out. Williams says the breakout player on this team, Patrick Tony. Yeah, he's a coach. Uh, can we do simple things that Pop Warner teams can do? Can we line up correctly, not look like a fire drill pre-snap? Can we stop a counter? Can we effectively communicate in the secondary, not have guys running free with nobody within 20 yards? I really believe we have talent on this team, especially on defense. We clean up those simple items I mentioned. I like this defense. Yeah, I, I'm not as sold as you, William, and not because there's not talent. I don't know how deep the talent goes. I think that's going to be uh, – important to see as the season goes along here jack welcome to the show hey steve how you doing man hope you had a good weekend yep it's good uh, I, i'm all in for the three six because if you look right now and i know COVID was a separate year because we played all the sec games this will be our third trip again let's exit second trip to texas a&m this will be the third time we played them and georgia's only played them one time in athens so there's a big different difference there and who's playing who and I think this will allow us, and especially for season ticket holders. You're talking about the season ticket holders. Hey, man, you're throwing in Oklahoma, you're throwing in Auburn, man. I just think that's going to be great for the conference. It's going to be a better value for the season ticket holders. I agree, and I think it's great for the league. Um, you know, COVID and having to come up with a schedule, you know, kind of messed up the rotation, but it didn't. Right. But it did fall to where Florida's had to play A&M in an ordinate amount of time. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a win-win. I think, look, like I just said, it's a real dilemma for me because those kids that play at Eastern Washington or, you know, Charlotte or wherever they're playing, they sweat, they work just as Amen. much as guys at, you know, Power 5 schools. So you love to see a big paycheck for them to help them. 
But on the other hand, I think fans want to see the best competition they can see, and this right. will help that. Well, and I mean, again, you can't, you can't blame it on the Power 5 schools because TV's driving all this. Oh, no, I'm not blaming on anybody. No, not yeah. at all. Well, and I, my two breakout players, Steve, I'm going out the, outside the box here, okay? I'm going with Tyreek Sapp on defense. I mean, I've heard nothing but great things come out of fall camp. I like the kid because he's got a big rear. <laughs> you know, you got to have those, those defensive linemen with big rears that can stop people. And I'm going to go with Henderson on offense. Those are my two breakout players because, again, I, this, this kid was a, a, a four-plus star player coming out of, uh, uh, out of South Florida, and I just think those two kids are going to have a breakout year. You know, it just it did, you know, Steve, football's become a, just all these like the, like the previous coach and welcome her to Gator Country, the, the, the uh, soccer coach. All the sleeping measures, but you know, football counts comes down to two basic things. When I played forty something years ago, it comes down to blocking and tackling. Whoever blocks the best and tackles the best is going to win the football game. Uh, I think that's become too simplistic now, and I'll well, tell you is, why. But, I'll tell you why. Okay. Not that those things aren't important. Of course they are, because. You can have the best game plan. You can look at tape all you want, but if you can't block or tackle to your point, it's not going to be successful. But I don't know that it's quite – because, look, knowing your opponent, knowing their weakness, knowing what you can run against them, but you still have to execute it to your point to block and tackle. So I'm with you. All right, man. Well, hey, have a great day. Go Gators. All right, Jack. Thank you. Uh, Lucas says he's in favor of the nine games with a 3-6 model. If you go with the 1-8, lots of matchups will go away. Yeah, and let me ask this. Who would you have as Florida's three? If it's a 3-6 model, who would you have as Florida's three? Now, and, and maybe we can ask it in two ways. What would you like to see, and what do you think it will really be? Okay, so let's do that. Um, okay, let's get some calls. It's going to be a long day today. we got some things to finally talk about. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. And uh, I got a call, or I'm sorry, an email uh, asking about the first week. Uh, look, the games in week zero, it isn't like week zero has been before. Um, and let me just throw this out. The preseason AP All-America team has been announced. And as I look at this, it's, you know, as good as the SEC is, uh, it's not littered with SEC people. The quarterback is Bryce Young. Makes sense. Okay, now I'm, I'm still not including Texas or Oklahoma in this. The uh, tight end who was a load is Brock Bowers from Georgia. The uh, Keishon Butte, the wide receiver from LSU, um, and then defensively, Jalen Carter from Georgia. I think the best defensive player in the league, Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. Uh, Keely Ringo, the sophomore defensive back. Eli Ricks, junior defensive back. Jordan Battle, junior safety. Uh, Antonio Johnson, junior uh, safety at Texas A&M. You get the idea. There's a lot of guys on defense. And then the second team 
Um, again, this is the AP team. Osiris Torrance, a second team All-American selection. Um, an offensive lineman out of Alabama. Uh, let's see here. All-purpose player Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. And the kicker, Harrison Nevis from Missouri. Defensively, Nolan Smith out of Georgia uh, as an edge rusher. Um, Cam Smith, defensive back from South Carolina. Jalen Catalan, safety from Arkansas. So there's a bunch of guys on there. One thing we've not talked about, Keontae Johnson. When I saw he went to Kansas State, that would have, and I'd be no disrespect to Kansas State, but that's not a school I would have thought at all for him to go to. But we'll talk more about it. Let's get to John. John, welcome. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. Um, your, your recent previous caller talked about, you know, alignment, you know, three and six. Before, before you, you know, I'm going to see teams that I want to see, you got to see who who is going to be rotated into the the East. I mean, do we get Auburn and Alabama just by proximity? Do we get Mississippi State, Ole Miss? I mean, how how is that going to that's going to shape up to a lot to what you get between the you know the getting the three and six? What do you think? Well, I don't know. You know, if it's a chicken or the egg to figure out, you know what that is. But I do think a lot of it, frankly, is just geography. Right. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Now, it doesn't always mean because of what we see, you know, with other conferences, that geography is going to be the, the the guiding force because, you know, Rutgers is in the Pac twelve. I mean And then US UCLA, UCLA coming to the you know, the the Big Ten, you know, that's yeah. kinda yeah. You know, so I yeah. mean I I meant to say the Big Ten. Yeah. So I mean that's you don't necessarily know that that it's gonna happen that way. But going back to what you're saying, three and six, the three teams, obviously I want to keep LSU because I think it's a good rivalry for us. I mean, I guess, you know, care for what you wish for, but, now, you know, I'm looking at Alabama-Auburn if the fact that we're, they're not one of the six or one of the top or the seven teams because you, you'd probably rotate. If you got eight teams on your east, you're going to miss out on a team yearly, right? Well, think about this. You'd have three annual rivals and then Correct. rotate – the rest of the six so it isn't necessarily in other words if you have three annuals well then you you may let, let's just you may have an annual in the other division i got you so this isn't yeah. necessarily like you said the mean it, all east and, yeah and if they keep lsu well then you know but i'll tell you somebody who doesn't like this and i and i kind of understand why is mark stoops he doesn't like this he thinks it's unfair uh, to certain SEC teams. Um, but, look, I think it's going to happen. We'll figure it out. I got you, man. Hey, great show, man. Talk to you later. John, thank you. 1245 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Part of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. All right, say you're selling your home. What's the, what's the two things you probably want to know 
well, number one, how much money can I get for it? And number two, if I did put it on the market, what would it sell for, especially in a seller's market? Well, with home values still uh, not maybe historically high level, but certainly still a high level, you're probably concerned with the things you can't control. What home can you get if you buy another one? In other words, low inventory, rising interest rates. Well, I strongly recommend you call the agent I trust to help you answer those questions and any other ones you may have, and that is Scott Caldwell with your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. He's got programs and solutions to help you in any situation. He's got written guarantees, thousands of buyers, creating higher demand, multiple offers. And sometimes you're in a position where you're selling your home but have to stay in it until you find your next one. Well, he can help you do that stress-free. So your next step, call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Location on Newberry Road is opening in late August. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okita America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road and coming late August to 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at OkitaAmerica.com today before classes fill up. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. That's 802-341-4542. Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. Buy a boat from Polaris of Gainesville. Tie on a tube. Toss out a lure. Take a cruise. Ranger Boats, known for exceptional performance and unsurpassed design and craftsmanship. Polaris of Gainesville is your one-stop authorized tracker marine dealer for Ranger fiberglass bass boats, aluminum bass boats, pontoon boats, or Ranger's legendary saltwater series. Powered by Mercury, enjoy the biggest playground on Earth. Visit Polaris of Gainesville and take your Ranger boat out to play. Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, -side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any maker model, we're paying top dollar right now. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Polaris of Gainesville is also hiring. Apply in person or visit PolarisofGainesville.com. 
whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side because he voted with Commissioners Chestnut and Walker against the elimination of single-family zoning, think again. On August 31st of 2020, Ward voted to have city staff prepare a plan to eliminate single-family zoning. This was after the Gainesville Rise proposal in 2018. People packed City Hall saying we don't want it, but Ward asked staff to eliminate it. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side, think again. Don't let Ward's vote on August 4th fool you. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will protect neighborhoods. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will restore citizen-centered government. And Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will cut wasteful spending. Choose the candidate who has mayoral experience. Vote Gary Gordon for Gainesville Mayor. Political advertising paid for and approved by Gary Gordon. Campaign for Gainesville Mayor. ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You betcha. Hope you enjoy Coach Bohan here live today. They got a two-match road trip coming up, but they won their first one. They're one and one now. They beat uh, Stetson yesterday. Go to the phones. Tony is there. What's up, Tony? Hey, Steve. What's going on, man? A lot of topics, man. Uh, Let me jump in real quick here on first the the New York Jets, Steve. If the Jets start the season off 2-0, 3-0 with Flacco at the helm, and the training staff comes to you as the head coach and says, Wilson's good to go. What do you do? Flacco. No question. You Flacco. Flacco. No question, right? Well, I mean, with an asterisk, okay? Just because you're 3-0 and doesn't mean the quarterback played well. So you have to, Correct. we have to figure that into the equation, too, because it just, it sounds like, well, he's 3-0. and Well, if the... And I'm being facetious here, Tony, but if if the Jets win, you know, 19 to 10, you know, 17 to 30, it isn't because Flacco's lighting it up. Correct, correct. correct. So, but I mean, if 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 they're if they're three and zero, and he's thrown, you know, nine touchdown passes and one interception, and the offense is humming, you bet. Don't get off a winning horse. Correct, correct. And uh, from from all accounts, from uh, all accounts, it definitely looks like Flacco had a great weekend against the Falcons. Uh, so we'll see. But like Herm said, right, Herm Edwards said, right, you play to win the game. So you got to have your best team out there, man. You can't sacrifice the season just to develop a quarterback. No. Um, and, and the only way you can do that is if you know, if you know you have long-term, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, commitment, where you're not going to be fired. But coaches now can't do that. I mean, think about this. I think I'm right. Wasn't it like four coaches – in the SEC, you know, returned for, I mean, it, it, the, the, in football, look how many coaches got correct. let go. Yeah. You don't have, it, yeah, it, correct, it, correct. it's tough. It's tough. Now, you, you can't afford to sit back and build. you got to win pretty much right away. you got to win games, man. Steve, with regards to the Keontae Johnson thing, man, um, you know, you would think that the number of, medical teams and legal teams out there in the college universe that would have to pre-sign off on this was somewhat limited and kind of probably 
the pool of candidates that Keontae had was probably somewhat limited, I would imagine. And that probably led to a lot of where he ended up going to, don't you think? Yes. Um, I am not. You know, he made the announcement on social media. Now, if you if you believe what you read, Memphis was a team that was in the mix, but so were schools like Western Kentucky. So does that mean, and I think that's that's not any disrespect to Keontae at all, but what schools were willing to sign off on him to be medically cleared? Correct. That, to me, is a big deal. And, of course, you know, the Gators played Kansas State in that Big 12 SEC uh, <laughs> matchup. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know that that's but, – but, but, yeah, that'll be interesting. So that'll be interesting. Hey, Steve, in the NIL world, real quick, um, you know, Texas is looking to be quite a little uh, soap opera. Um, from from all accounts, it looked like the kid Hudson Card was beating out Ewers and was about to be named the starter from the rumors from uh, the Texas world. And lo and behold, Sarkeesian uh, put a squash to that real quick and he named Quinn Ewers the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Quinn Ewers has quite a big NIL package going on, and it looks like that might be the first test as to uh, what gets put on the field first. You know, talent, people beating out people, or people signing big NIL contracts. So that one looks like, and then next year, Arch Manning comes into the picture. So that's going to be quite a little uh, soap opera there. Well, I hear you, Tony, but I don't know that I agree. Here's why. If if you're a coach, especially today, right, and you know if you don't win and win pretty fast, your butt's out. I don't care what the NIL deal is. I could care less. I got to put the quarterback in there that's going to win me some games, and I'll be damned. So that's just me because – if I'm playing the guy who's got the biggest NIL deal because I'm afraid he's going to transfer, eh, I'm not sure how long you stay as a coach. Yeah, and some of these big boosters have that big influence in the college game. And you talk about Auburn, places like Texas. It can get crazy, man. Real dicey for the head coach. See, well, if I had my choice as far as the three teams that I would want to play every year, it would be Georgia, Tennessee, and Auburn. That would be just a dream come through. Those are the three teams that I look forward to playing the most because we never even play Auburn anymore. But those are some great memories that I had back in the 90s. Those Florida-Auburn games, man, if people aren't familiar with those 90s Florida-Auburn games, they need to put the tape in, YouTube it. Those are some unbelievable games back then. And uh, I really miss that rivalry. I would love those three teams, Steve. Uh, so no, you you trade LSU for or Auburn for LSU? Yeah, I would trade Auburn for LSU right now. Okay. Yeah. Even though LSU's been a great rivalry, don't get me wrong, it's been some great games, but I really would like to get Auburn back on the yearly schedule. Fair enough. Tony, I appreciate you. Thank you for your call. Uh, we are just about uh, done with uh, the first hour. And uh, as you call in the second hour, if you had to choose, if they do go to a 3-6, what three schools would you like to see? Uh, Florida play on a yearly basis. Uh, And quickly, a couple of emails before we say goodbye for the first hour. Um, Bill 
says, I'm hoping that uh, Keontae Johnson resurrects his career, uh, but also want to make sure he's fully healthy to play. Well, if you think you think that, any school is going to take that risk. I mean, what if, God forbid, something were to happen to him, then, I mean, good grief. What would you, right? Um, Mark, breakout players, Shamar James at linebacker and uh, Xanders at tight end. Yeah, we'll see what kind of impact he makes at that position. Uh, and then one more email here. Uh, Richard, Steve, love the show, love the topics today. Um, I still think Florida's an eight-win team. Everybody this time in camp is optimistic. Everybody, as you have said, thinks you're going to go undefeated at this point. But I do think Florida has some holes to fill, and I'm not sure in one year you can fill all the holes. Well, that's and, – and Florida's schedule. And if you looked at the schedule four or five years ago and you thought Utah – Kentucky, Tennessee, yeah. Well, Kentucky's a lot better. Tennessee's a lot better. And Utah is a top 10 team in everybody's preseason poll. That's a tough way to start the year. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online at Daughtry Tree Service. We believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed. This is what we're going to do and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. One of the best things that's happened here over the past year is the arrival of QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is giving relief every day to folks here with chronic joint pain. Using the latest advances in regenerative medicine, they harness the power of your own body's healing properties, like in your blood or plasma, concentrate them and apply to your affected joint. The results can be mind-blowing. These regenerative treatments are designed to repair and restore your damaged joint tissue with no drugs, no surgery, no side effects, no steroids, no downtime. 
The success rate is incredible, and they're growing fast. They started with one medical clinic. Now they have clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and in the villages. Don't continue to live with that nagging joint pain. Discover the exciting all-natural, advanced natural options that we now have access to thanks to QC Kinetics. It's a free consultation. See what your options are. Call QC Kinetics now in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Hope you enjoyed in the first hour New Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan live here uh, in studio. In the meantime, we will take your questions, calls, and comments in this hour. Uh, if the scuttlebutt is true that the SEC will adopt a 3 6 format uh, in football, then let us know the three teams that you would like to see Florida play. Uh, lots of people have talked about breakout players today. Uh, who they might be. So we'll get your thoughts. Anything else you want to bring up, uh, go ahead. 3928255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Don't forget, uh, the Rays begin a series with the Angels tonight. You can hear the game live beginning at 7 o'clock. And we'll have those games today, tomorrow, Wednesday, and an afternoon game uh, that'll cut into sports scene here a little bit. We'll have that game at 1 o'clock. And then Gator Soccer will play Baylor uh, at 4.50 on Thursday right here. Steven says he'd like to play Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt yearly. Vandy for the mostly guaranteed win and potential trip to Nashville. Okay. Uh, you don't want to play Georgia? That's interesting. I I would imagine, if I had to guess this, it would be Georgia, Tennessee, or LSU-Auburn. That's who I would imagine Florida would get in this. But And it's not even there yet, so we don't know this yet, but uh, we'll see. All right, we need to uh, talk a little sports here. It's getting close. Don't forget tomorrow, the first inside the huddle. Shane Matthews, the ball coach, yours truly, will be here at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Baker Mayfield named the, start, the starting quarterback for Carolina. That shouldn't shock anybody. Um, and uh, this is interesting. Hooters. Signed 51 college offensive linemen nationwide to NIL deals. They're working with players from some SEC schools. Auburn, LSU, Missouri, Texas A&M, and Vanderbilt. Hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, Oklahoma in that, a future SEC school. Miami's in it, too. All right, let's get uh, some calls. We'll start with Dean. Dean, hello. Uh, D, D in South Florida. Oh, D. Doing? Okay, sorry about that. What's up, man? 
Steve, I got to ask you, man. Did I hear you right when you just when Tony just asked you if Joe Flacco started off three and zero, you keep him in? If he's doing well, yeah. I I, I couldn't disagree more, Steve. Why, of, man? But here's what I'm going to tell you: why you invested the uh, the second overall pick in this guy? If a thirty, if all it takes is a is for a thirty year thirty eight year old quarterback to win you three regular season games for you to not play him, then if I'm Woody Johnson, I'm asking I'm asking the head coach and I'm asking the scouting department, why did you pick this guy? Because obviously, if you're not willing to play him after three games, it's telling me that you don't think Zach Wilson's the guy. I, you can't, I'm sorry, man. Joe Flacco was watched. I don't care how good he plays. You cannot start him over a guy you invested the second overall pick in. Here, I mean, it's just crazy. It's not crazy. And here's why. It's crazy. Here's why, why, D. You're talking about a franchise that's not won anything. Anything. I don't give a damn if he's the second pick, the first pick, the 150th pick, the 740th pick. Okay, if they're three and zero, and Joe Flacco's thrown nine touchdowns and one interception, and their offense is humming, he ain't sitting. He ain't sitting. So what? So why did you draft him then? Why did you draft Zach Wilson if you're going to replace him that fast? It's not. A, he's hurt. Okay, okay? he wasn't he's a, replaced. He was hurt. Okay. Well, if if okay, Steve, but if he if he's if he's healthy and and you refuse to play him. Obviously, he's being replaced. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm saying I'm riding the hot hand. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Joe Flacco is my starting quarterback for the next 20 years. I'm not saying that. I'm saying right now, today, he's the guy to play quarterback for me because he's playing well and my team is winning. That doesn't mean that Wilson in three games might return to play. Right, And here's the thing. In baseball, if you have a really good player and somebody else comes in and does well for him, well, does that player normally you know, ascend to the – yeah. So, I mean, it's a case-by-case basis, but I'm also looking at the franchise, D, and because the Jets haven't – and I'm not saying this as a Jets fan. If I didn't like the Jets, I know what the Jets are or what they're not. i got to go with somebody who's helping them win. I, I I guess we'll agree to disagree, yep. man. I just think if you if you if you've invested that much in the guy, and all of it, all it takes is for a quarterback, a veteran quarterback who has no long term future with the franchise, then like I said, man, if I'm Woody Johnson, I'm asking the head coach and why why did you draft this guy? We should be giving this guy every opportunity to find out what we have. If if I'm investing this type of draft capital and this type of money. He needs to be on the field because I need to see what we have. But we what are you in this business for, D? What are you in this business for? To I win. Get Steve, I get it, Steve, but the, 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 this isn't some veteran coach that's been there four years. He's a brand-new coach in his second year. He's not going anywhere. They're not going to fire him if he goes 5-12 and 12 this year. He's, he's at least got two more years. Hmm. Him, the, the quarterback and the head coach are, are married to each other, just like Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan are married to each other. Any Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, these guys are married to each other. I I just don't think you can you can throw the, the young quarterback aside like that. I don't care how well Joe Flacco was playing in three games. Well, then, then then apparently you don't want to win because I do. I do. I don't care if 
Mo, Larry, and Curly are quarterbacking. Okay? My job is to win. That's my job as a coach. My job is not to say, well, I spent this much money on this guy, and he, because of that, we've got to see what we have. No. My job is to put the best people on the field to win that week. That's what I get paid to do. Okay, Stephen, and all you're asking for is Zach Wilson to go to upper management and go get me out of here. Okay, then he's gone. Then he's gone. All right. All right, that's the way you want it. <laughs> yeah, because I want to win. And, and I think Zach Wilson, you know, is in this day and age, I'll say this, D, in this day and age, let's, let's use college wherever you want to use it, right? People want to play. And so the, the leash is short. Okay, well, if you're not going to play me, trade me. Okay, that, that's fine. And I'm not saying that you don't weigh that, but like I just said, the scenario that I laid out, if the Jets are 3-0 and and they're winning because of their defense and Flacco is just sort of the caretaker there, get him out. He's not helping. the. He's not turning the ball over maybe, but he's not lighting it up and the offense is not miles better. But if the offense to the eye test is better, if the offense is clicking and Flacco's doing well, well then I think you have to ride the hot hand because eventually – if he's not as good, then he'll fall off the map a little bit and you bring Zach Wilson back in. But in the meantime, your team may be a 6-2. and two. That's what you got to have. All right, Steve, we'll see. Okay. Thank you, Dee. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Jets guy. Forget the, take the franchise X, okay? Let, let, let's use the Panthers, okay? Baker Mayfield. Okay, so if you look at him, why is he the starting quarterback? Because that team, now Sam Darnold, they traded to get Sam Darnold. He's not going to be the starting quarterback. Why? Because Baker Mayfield, in Matt Rule's world, the coach, says he gives us the best chance to win. Let me ask this question. A little different in college. Let's say Jack Miller were healthy. Okay? Anthony Richardson goes down in week one, and he hurts his knee. And Miller comes in, and he plays three games, and Florida beats Kentucky, Tennessee, and he's lighting it up. Anthony Richardson's healthy. What do you do? What do you do? Because some coaches have a policy that says if you're the starter, you don't lose your position because you get hurt. I get that, okay? But I'm going to ask this of Gator fans. That's if Miller were healthy and, and Richardson goes down and he's lighting it up <clears throat> and Florida is clicking on offense, what do you do? When Richardson's healthy, does he, does he ascend or do you play the hot hand? Just curious. 113, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency 310, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, has been doing one thing really well for a really long time. They give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage 
vehicles. The Cousins family's run that business for 40-plus years. Imagine the customers they've had in all that time, including yours truly. Go online, secars.com. You'll see the vehicles they have in stock right now. All the important points like price, et cetera, are there. You can go test drive them, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Their sales staff is there to help you and answer any questions you might have. Good people with good vehicles that really want to work with you to make sure you get the vehicle you're looking to get. When you go see them in person, tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Are you getting the internet speed you need? The state of Florida has launched an anonymous statewide study of broadband speeds with a free internet speed test. The results of the study will help guide investments to improve broadband speeds around our state. To take the test and measure your connection speed, visit FasterFlorida.org. That's FasterFlorida.org to take the state's official internet speed test. Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is opening in late August. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road and coming late August to 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at OkitoAmerica.com today before classes fill up. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side because he voted with Commissioners Chestnut and Walker against the elimination of single-family zoning, think again. On August 31st of 2020, Ward voted to have city staff prepare a plan to eliminate single-family zoning. This was after the Gainesville Rise proposal in 2018. People packed City Hall saying we don't want it, but Ward asked staff to eliminate it. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side, think again. Don't let Ward's vote on August 4th fool you. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will protect neighborhoods. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will restore citizen-centered government. And Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will cut wasteful spending. Choose the candidate who has mayoral experience. Vote Gary Gordon for Gainesville Mayor. Political advertising paid for and approved by Gary Gordon. Campaign for Gainesville Mayor.
Gainesville Highfield MRI has recently remodeled and expanded. A beautiful, relaxing waiting room, state-of-the-art imaging, new x-ray and ultrasound services. And as always, at Gainesville Highfield MRI, you are their top priority. They offer evening and weekend hours, same-day scheduling, and accept nearly all insurances. If you've been in a car wreck, had a slip and fall, or just want to get a nagging injury treated, go where doctors send their patients. Gainesville Highfield MRI, in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is less than two weeks away. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions. The home of the Florida Gators. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. You know, since Dee brought this up, I think it's a fascinating topic because what do you do? Like, okay, if uh, when Lou Gehrig came into the lineup, right, you were Wally Pipped. Wally Pipp was the first baseman, got hurt. Lou Gehrig came in. Did Wally Pipp get his job back? No. Now, I understand you're talking about, you know, a generational player, but you get the point, right? Sometimes you don't get your job back if the other guy performs. And as I said, what would you do as a Gator fan if, you know, Miller were healthy, Richardson goes down, he comes in, lights it up, does he get the starting job back? Henry says you play the hot hand. Colonel Tom says with the pods, uh, no matter how you shuffle the divisions, multiple teams will be ticked off. Geography will dictate some natural pairings like Florida-Georgia. Which long-term rivalry would you end? Which, is, which end of the conference would you start aligning pods from? It's going to be a huge, huge topic for talking season. Yeah, there's, I don't know, Tom, that anybody is going to be fully satisfied. Because, look, I'm a big history guy. Florida-Auburn used to be played every year. That went away. So some rivalries go away. Mike says, it's appalling how the local media has labeled Gator fans based on what's posted on social media sites. A minuscule percent of the total Gator fan base posts on football sites. Ask Nick Saban what he thought about Gator fans after last year's game. UAA wants to shut down all criticism from fans, even if it's valid, so they and local media, even during unfairly labeling all Gator fans as the worst, when it's just a small percentage of Gator fans who post on football media sites. The local media, Chris Doring, 
Pat Dooley, all the Gator fan bashers need to watch the Utah game and then tell me what you think about the majority of Gator fans. I'm not sure I understand that at all. What is the point of that? I mean, the game against Utah is sold out. That's good. That means Gator fans are buying into a new coach and a new program. But I've always felt this, and I'm going to say it. I, I don't live in Auburn. I don't live in Tuscaloosa. But I think Florida's fan base, and I'm generalizing here when I say this, I'm not saying this person in particular or that person in particular, but I think Florida's fan base uh, sometimes gets very uh, annoyed when it's criticized, thin-skinned. And, and I'm not saying that people that, for example, if Nick Saban loses a game, I'm sure there's some idiot who posts on Alabama's website that says he should be fired or he's getting too old or something. I mean, that, that's, that happens in every single fan base. But understand this, okay? And, Mike, this is paranoia, in my opinion, okay? The UAA can't control fans. They can't control what a fan posts. That's number one, okay? And Chris Doring has, and me, him, we have, we have every right to express what our feelings are that that's why I sit here, and that's why I take emails and calls from folks. We can have a discussion about this, and I don't think you know, and I don't think I know, you know, how many people, and again, what's the total Gator fan base? How many people post? I mean, do you think 90,000 people post on, I don't know, but it's enough and see, nobody ever talks about when people post good things. That's okay. But when there's negative things, then fans get upset. That's not going to go away. And that's in every fan base. Paul, welcome. Hey, how are you? Good. Without, And I wasn't necessarily going to call about this until you brought this up, but I, I caught a little bit of a, a Buddy Martin clip that was talking to this fan base thing, and they were talking about a like a like let's let's sign a like a like fan sign like a like a Gator fan of rights, and, and we're going to be positive and sing Kumbaya, and talked about the same thing and Gator fans being thin skinned, and I, I look back to the last decade or so, and it's like we get shushed over Jim McElwain. We get shushed over some of the stuff that Dan Mullen did. Like, I, I don't, I think you're a pretty reasonable person. I, it's not, to put a percentage on Gator fans that, that are or are not out of their minds is probably get a very variation of opinions. I would agree on that. But I, I don't think we're the worst. I don't think we're the best. But I think if, when you look at what's been shoved down our throats, and I, I know you don't like it when fans talk about because I've heard some say it towards you that, that you 
lean a little towards giving the coaches the benefit of the doubt. And I do. And then all these things you do. And I that's do. a fair thing. That's a, that's, that's you. And that, that's, I don't have a problem with that, but I, I do think there were this back-to-back coaches that clearly, I mean, I feel like Jim McElwain is the worst coach in the history of Florida athletics, not just Florida football. I, I think that some of the stuff that got swept under the rug, it's this, sort of stay in your lane thing which is fine fans should stay in their lane i just think there's there's been a lot of things that have happened over the last decade or so where schools have flown past florida especially in football and there's been these reasons like dude you you and when i say you i don't necessarily mean you but you want us to you know jeffrey melden wants us to sign a a fan's bill of rights or something i forget what he called it but a fan like uh I don't know what the word is, but you know what I'm getting at. Yep. But anyway, the and and you guys shoved Jim McElwain down our throats. That that oh just it just I think there's good reason for some for some of the and and I'm I'm not talking about people blasting on online or saying things that are completely going after families. I'm not talking about that. That's obviously out of line. But being irritated and being thin skinned over some of this stuff, I think is warranted. Well, I think it's easy, Paul, and I think I'm guilty of this, too, to look at things in hindsight, okay? When Jim McElwain was hired, I don't remember there being this hue and cry of it being a bad hire. It wasn't the hire that some wanted, but he had the Alabama pedigree, you know, he had the Nick Saban tree, so because of that... You know, when it was first done, well, now when you say shoved down our throat, it wasn't shoved down anybody's throat. It was the hire that the athletic director made who thought that was the best hire to be made. That's, that's, I mean, because if you want to go about it like that, every coach is shoved down your throat. Every one of them. And to to clarify, and that's, I I hear, I hear where you're going, but to clarify, to shove down the throat part is when, Things started to go sideways. Nobody would want to lean oh, okay. towards okay. Oh. And then in the aftermath, it's, oh, we all knew this. Was, and it, this isn't really directed at you. Local media, oh, we all we knew that was going on. We just couldn't say anything. And, and we knew that was, no, dude, no, no, you didn't. You guys are as locked out of, of the, the sometimes cult-like feeling it is where they shut everything down. And you can't, there is no communication anymore. And I think it leads a lot to be desired in, in, in what, you know, fans are, how they're, we're supposed to act. Because okay. some, some of it's, but thanks for the time. Sure. Thank you for yours, Paul. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, look, we could probably do a week's worth of this and have this discussion about fandom and, you know, is it good? Is it bad? But, There is no question, and look, I have hindsight because I started doing this when I was a student when Doug Dickey was coaching here. I hosted Dial-A-Score then, and believe me, when things started going poorly for Doug Dickey, people called that show and complained. So the, the, the this this complaining 
about the direction of a program or who the coach is ain't new. Social media just gave it a bigger forum in a bigger place. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far-off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community, one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. This August, we want you to remember to keep children safe as we return to school. Always stop for stopped school buses and obey signals from crossing guards. Remain alert and do not use your cell phone in school zones. And remember that car seats and booster seats only work if they are used correctly every time. Do your part to help keep us safe on the roadways. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. For more important safety tips, visit FLHSMV.gov. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. While summer is a great time for recycling, some summer items should not be mixed in with your curbside recycling. Items like garden hoses, plastic planters, pool toys, squirt guns, and lawn chairs are generally not recyclable and are best donated to charity. If you have a question as to whether an item can be recycled, look for the recycling triangle and number, usually on the bottom of the product. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
Dry conditions will stick around through the early part of the afternoon, but I expect showers and thunderstorms to fairly quickly develop, especially along an east of I-75. Heavy rain and frequent lightning will be primary pollen cards of these storms that do develop, but also some gusty winds are going to be possible in some of the strongest cells. Highs today before storms develop, top out in the low 90s. Storms diminish tonight with lows in the lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Pallard. And now, Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Why is Deshaun Watson being charged for one case when there's four women? So, four-time offender. And the commissioner finally came out and said, we're going to look at him and, we're, you know, we're looking at these as four separate instant, uh, incidents. Yes! The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Okay, let's get some calls again. We'll start with Copper Gator. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. I just, uh, you know, I wanted to call a little bit. I, I didn't plan on calling, but then when you hear the last couple callers and, and emails, I, I kind of want to stand up. And I know you don't need standing up or backing up as a media member, but I just want to point out that the, the, the access to the team has changed. You know, when, like you said, you've been here since the start, I, I say since the start of time, but you know, <laughs> 30 about right. You, you know, <laughs> I mean, it feels like that when you, you know, the only access we were getting to football programs was if you could walk out there and see it yourself or you got it in the newspaper the next morning or around the radio. Now with, 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 with radio on the Internet and you have follow-up shows and you have, you know, the social media aspects and you have Twitter and you have the players that have direct contact with the fan bases, it, it's just a different connection than what people see with a tactile feel of the old media ways. Well, here's the other thing. And, and, and I, I think sometimes we in the media forget it. I think the fan bases forget it, okay? I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's a waste of time to go out and watch 15 minutes of availability at a practice, but it is kind of a waste of time. Yeah. Can, can you glean some things from watching that? Yes. I mean, how does a guy run a route? Okay. Is he precise in his route? How does he catch the ball? How accurate is the throw? But most of the things that we get to see are drills. Drills. And it amazes me that people spend so much time and so much energy on reporting that, well, uh, you know, Coach X put the linebackers through a drill. Okay. Uh, it's the, okay. It's the same drill. Wonderful. It's the same drill from the eighty. It's the same drill from the eighty. Yeah. Hitting the bag. And yeah. He was hitting the bag. He was jumping over a bag. Yeah. The right. You know, his feet were moving quick on some ropes. You know. Yeah. And he looked. He looked good. You they know. They scrimmaged this weekend. The media got to see zero of that. Yeah. Zero. And then you rely on Billy Napier to say, and I'm not knocking him. He's doing no. what he needs to do as a coach. He's very he's very Saban-esque when it comes to specifics. You know, he doesn't, you know, yeah, we're going to run Anthony Richardson or, 
you know, yeah, you know, he he looked good or I mean, he's not going to sit there and tell you, you know, on third and four, we're going to run, you know, power right 23 scam. He's not going to tell you that. So well, and and and, and, to, and to compound that, Steve, is the the technology for the other teams have also gotten better to know that you can you can eliminate. 50 or 60 plays from a playbook and bring it down to three and have your guys line up in A or B or C gaps or or have your Mike and, and Wills line up in different gaps knowing that there's the potential of only three plays reduces your chance for success. Whether people like that thought or or, 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 or that information, that that's the reality of where we're at now. And, and so, you know, I, I want to defend a little bit there. And, and then secondly, and I'll, and I'll take this answer off the air, is, you know, when you hear about people complaining of the, the two and three percenters that call in or that are negative or this, those same people that, that are saying the negatives are also spending their money, Steve, and they're also spending their time, and they're also dedicated to whether or not they win or lose. They still care about the program way more than somebody who watches it for the one time we beat you know a team 50 to one or they come for the one game out of town for the weekend. Those guys are the diehards that are here every day watching the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, you know, you've got to, you've got to appreciate them as much as you appreciate the people that are positive. And oh, yeah. Later, go Gators. Okay, thank you. Hey, I wouldn't have a show or wouldn't have much of one if we didn't have differences of opinion. That's okay. That's okay. What gets me, though, and where I draw the line, is the personal. You know, you don't have to hate Dan Mullen. You can say... I don't think he's a very good coach. You can say, I don't think he, he was a good recruiter. That's, that's fine. But I don't understand the venom. That, uh, you know, like with Mike White, I, I, I've, I never understood that. And I'm telling you, this fan base ran him out of town. That is my belief. Maybe he should have been. But that's where I think sometimes if fans get thin-skinned about it, that's where I think the line gets crossed sometimes. Don, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. Hey, Steve, can I ask you a question? It's about Keontae Johnson. Uh-huh. Has it been Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Has it been confirmed that Keontae Johnson, is he going to play at Kansas State? Has that been confirmed? Yes. Huh? Yes. Okay. I want to ask you. I, I I think I read about some kind of insurance policy, like five million a book. Uh, this university, uh, do we have to honor that, even if he go to another school? I don't know the answer to that. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, that's not, you know, really a sports thing. Um, and I do think this: if you look at the the uh, list of his finalists, um. You know, it wasn't like Duke or North Carolina or, you know, something like that. And I would imagine part of that was, you know, what schools are willing to clear him when Florida did not clear him. So oh, Okay. I was just wondering, was he going to be able to... Uh, you know, keep that policy or something. That's that's what I was asking. Okay, I, uh, okay. Thank you, Steve. Okay, thank you. Appreciate your call. Uh, Stan is here. Hi, Stan. Hi, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard some of the discussion so far on this three-six system, but there are some things I don't understand about uh, 
this proposal uh, that I'm hoping you can clarify for me. Um, will they keep two divisions or go to a, a pod system? And if they keep divisions, what will determine the distribution of the in-division versus out-of-division games? And if they go to pods, how will they uh, set those up and how will they determine a league champion? A lot of those things have not been determined yet. What do you know? What the proposals are? No, I mean I don't understand what. How no, that that's to, not. To, this is just speculative, at this point. Okay, so three six would be three permanent teams and six rotational. Yes, yes. But the six rotational might might be from the current East Division for Florida, for example? No, no, I think you would have... The, the whole. Okay, I think I see where you're going. The whole idea, or I shouldn't say the whole, a lot of the idea in this proposal is that fans, administrators, schools in the league all wanted the chance to play schools that they don't play every year on a more regular basis. Uh-huh. So that's why, in part at least, this has been floated out there because yeah, it would give schools and players a chance to play. Every, I mean, when's the last time Florida played at Texas A&M? When's the last time that, you know, before, when's the last time Florida played wherever? And it's years and years and years to play some of the teams in the SEC West. So this would make that happen more often. Yeah, I see. Well, I have a proposal <laughs> for your consideration Okay. Uh, that when Oklahoma, Texas join the league, you'll have 16, and I presume Alabama and Auburn, if they keep divisions, would move to the east, and you would have eight in each. And I like the idea of going to nine league games, but I would have – each team play all seven other teams in their own division every year and then rotate the other eight teams playing two each year so that you would play every other team in the league every four years. I think this would help the geographic uh, division of the league and make it easier to travel to more games, but I think it would also equalize the schedule. So, uh, everybody in the East would play a fairly similar schedule with the exception of the two rotating teams from the other league. And then you could have a championship game as you do now uh, between the East division and the West division leader. What do you think of that idea? Well, I mean, a lot of, there's going to be a lot of discussion if this in fact happens. Okay. Because when you expand, do you want for example, do you want to put you're going to have to put Florida and Georgia in the same pod. You're going to have to. All right? But then is it Tennessee? Is it Kentucky? Is it South Carolina? Right? And then Alabama and Tennessee have been historically linked because they play a game every year. So do you put Alabama and Tennessee in the same pod and have them play each other? So this isn't as easy as some make it out to be. Yeah, I mean, it sounds 
very complicated to me, actually. And I'm confused as to how you would eventually uh, choose a league champion uh, or determine a league champion. Uh, it seems like you'd almost have to go to two playoff games for the league championship. But Well, yeah, if, 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 you, if you just do it time. the simplest way, right, then you just play nine regular season games and then the two best teams with the two best records play for the SEC championship. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, that that's uh, to me, that's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, and you'd have to have a tie break uh, for people. Well, I mean, they have a tie break now. That, that's not hard. Right, yeah. 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 No, you could do it that way. So. Which I think is the most likely scenario. I really do. Yeah. All right. But it, Thank okay. you. We're going to do a break. Thank you for your call, Stan. 145 time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Final segment coming up ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Folks, if you're a regular listener of sports, then you know I've talked to you a lot about Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. He has an exclusive program, especially and for his sellers. It allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your next one worry-free. Not a lot of homes on the market right now, and buyers often have to make their best offer. If you're selling a house, most of the offers don't get accepted. That's just the reality. Well, don't experience the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. Scott's got the trade-in and trade-up program. Sellers never find themselves stuck, and they can move at their pace and on their timeline to buy or sell a home because he already has buyers, thousands of them, that create higher demand and multiple offers, which means more money for you. It's that simple. So trade in and trade up with Scott. Call him up and get more information, 352-209-0000. 352-209-0000 or visit caldwellhasthebuyers.com. Come celebrate the universal birthday of shelter dogs by finding your new best friend this weekend at PetSmart on Archer Road. The Humane Society of North Central Florida, Puppy Hill Farm Animal Rescue, and Hales Angels Pet Rescue will be at PetSmart on August 27th and 28th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Adoption specials are available, so come out this weekend to PetSmart on Archer Road and find your furry new best friend. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to BetterHelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. 
As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference Program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers Offices Gainesville Lake City and Ocala. Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is opening in late August. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road and coming late August to 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before classes fill up. The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Football season is almost here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. All right, we got a final segment. Still time for calls and couple of emails before we say goodbye for the day. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, good show as usual. What you got? Hey, Steve, one throw a quick stat at you. Uh, did you give me? It's a good show as usual. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. One throw a quick stat yep. at you. And then one, yeah, and one thing on topic there. Hey, Steve, um, ESPN over the weekend apparently came out with their top 100 players ranked for college football this year. A media source up my way broke it down by SEC schools. Eight of them were Bama, seven Georgia, no other SEC school had more than three. Florida was one of them, uh, but uh, no other SEC school had more than three. That would make sense, given the landscape of the sport. Yeah, just kind of throwing a little stat at you there. Hey, one other thing for you, Steve, end of the show here. Um, you talk about uh, fans and maybe the changing nature of fans. Mullen's wife, I always talk about, she had that kind of comment where she mentioned she doesn't go grocery shopping in Gainesville after losses, goes to Jacksonville. Kind of a two-way street. Some of these coaches' wives especially are pretty entitled people. And I think the big money changes everything. These guys, especially when they're not a grad of the school like Spurrier, these guys are brought in. They get filthy rich. If they fail, they get a lot of buyout money. And, you know, maybe it's just human nature, but people out there see the big money. Yeah, they do. But I don't know what – I mean, it's, it's no different than any other business, right? If, if you're well, a – C- Steve. Well, let me finish. If you're a CEO of a company, 
and that company doesn't, and I'm a stockholder, and that company doesn't do well, well, I mean, there's big money. That's that's what the market bears. Yeah. Well, Mullen, what, a few months back, camped that uh, picture. He was down in Mexico behind a Corona beer or something and threw that out on Twitter and probably got a pretty negative reaction for it. Fans see that. They kind of take it as just throwing it in their face with all that money he made. And let's face it, wasn't hired to go 8-4 and four or whatever. He had a couple of nice years. But I think the, the unfortunate thing is, is the big money. People, it's almost like the NFL. You know, you come from New York City, Steve. You've heard of booing your whole life. I think that's just college's big business, just like the pros now. So well, it has been for probably the last 30 years. I don't come from New York City, but I come from the state. But, look, people, I don't care what job you're in. I don't care if it's coaching, if you're a CEO, if you're getting paid a level of money, then there's some expectation by investors, <clears throat> fans, whatever, of return on investment. I don't think it's the – do you think anybody cares what Nick Saban gets paid in Alabama? Nobody could give a damn no, what he gets paid. Right. Okay? Because he wins. It, you only, you right. only care when you lose. Some coaches, I would say also, Steve, get a little more involved in the community than others. And like I said, every now and then you'll have a wife or something that takes shot at the community. But, but I think it's mostly when these coaches don't work out and the fans see that big buyout on the way out the door because in the real world you get walked out to the parking lot and um, you don't even get a two-weeks notice and you don't get a severance half the time. Yeah, but this, Please, okay, thank you. But this is the real world when it comes to coaches' contracts. That's, that's what the market is now. There are big buyouts we can agree or disagree that they should be there but they are that's the landscape and look again i don't care what the job is if you're getting paid to do something you're expected to do that job and earn that money but we all differ in terms of expectation right if you're hiring a person at, at a certain dollar level, well, let's, let me throw this out. If, if you pay a million dollars to a coach and you're expecting that coach to win SEC championships and that coach goes seven and five or eight and four, he ain't going to last because not winning championships. So that's just, that's the, I don't care who the coach is. And I also think it depends on expectation realistic expectation of a fan base look let's take gator glasses off and let's look at the hires that have been made here in football they haven't worked out there's a reason why florida is sitting where it sits now in the pecking order and how about kentucky very few people give the administration of Kentucky any credit for keeping Mark Stoops. If Mark Stoops had the record here that he had at Kentucky, I promise you Gator fans would have ridden him out of town. But at Kentucky, what have they won in football? So when Mark Stoops wins nine or ten games, he gets a contract extension. You win nine games here, people want your head. That's the difference, right? Well, I promise you, if Mark Stoops continues to win nine or ten games but doesn't win an SEC East, or well, then there's going to be some people in the fan base. Oh, see, the program's plateaued under him. 
That, that's it. We've got to get somebody else. That's how it is. That's, and sometimes fan bases are nuts when it comes to the expectation of their program. I'm going to say it again, okay? And Gator fans don't like it. Florida in football is not relevant right now. They're not irrelevant, but they're not upper echelon. It's been 14 years since they won anything in football, of any kind of title. That's a long time, okay? That's just how it is. So we'll see if Billy Napier can restore, you know, where Florida, where some Florida fans think this program should be. Tampa Mike says a lot of media wants to be cheerleaders for the home team. I, 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 don't, I, I don't agree. Now, here it's different, Okay. Flagship station of the Gator Network. It's a little different than if you're the reporter for the Gainesville Sun. Now, he says, maybe it's due to access and feel of critical, they'll be locked out and denied interviews, access, etc. I think it used to be like that in the old days, but again, there's not very much access now. But the media's primary focus should be to report fairly and honestly and not be advocates. They'll be respected and fare much better in the long run if they do. I agree with that. I agree very much with that. Finally, BB says Bruce Arians in the booth during an interview uh, on Brady, he said he looks better than he has in four years. And on Trask, never makes the same mistake twice. Poi keeps his eyes down the field, just needs opportunities to be ready to play in the NFL. Well, we'll see. And then uh, he also said something about uh, Tennessee Titan player uh, that hunted wild boar back in Arkansas. Uh, he said, maybe you and I can go polar bear hunting just like that. Uh, no. No thanks. That's our show for today. Our thanks to Samantha Bohan, the new Gator soccer coach, for being here live in studio with us. We thank you for being part of the show. Always makes two hours go by quickly when you call in and talk sports. We'll do it again tomorrow. You're listening. To, uh, thanks to Sam for producing. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Stay dry on this Monday. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.